Congrats, you press play, and you're listening to Just Go With It. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. And this is the motivational podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. As we learn to navigate the uncertainty that exists in the best years of our lives. Sometimes you've got to learn to just go with it. If you're listening to Just Go With It, dude, it's one of the best podcasts in the game, man. Just go with it. D, just go with it. Just like, crowd goes silent. And like, put it on red, red, put it on red, put it on red. So we're going to bring down the house. A while back, Ashley and I had this idea of having people on the podcast that were just from across the world that we would find on TikTok. And I came across one of these videos on my For You page about this really funny guy talking about the cheap thrills of life. And so I reached out to him and lucky for you guys, we got him and his best friend on this podcast and they are some of the most interesting and funny men I've ever met. Their names are Eddie Bob Jones and Maddie Conigan. This was the funniest conversation I've had all week and some of the most interesting men I've ever had the pleasure of talking to. And we're placing bets on whether we could all get married. Hello, welcome, Maddie and Eddie Bob. We're so excited to have you. Can you please go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Who the heck are you? How old are you? Where do you live? What's going on with your life? Yeah, we're a couple of just just go with it super fans here. So we're humbled and honored to be a part of the program. Lifelong listeners. Yes. uh, Avid fans. My name is Maddie. And this is Eddie Bob Jones, and we live in Maryland, just outside of D.C. Well, I am just enchanted to meet you both, as a young Taylor Swift would say. That's a word you don't hear too often these days. Yes. <laughs> enchanted to meet you both, too. I don't really know I'm much honored. Of you. Even though we're at the fans, I have, we have your podcast framed in the background. Yeah. I don't know if you could, yeah. We sent them some signed um, merch a few weeks ago. Wow. We, have, we need to make one more friend, too, because we have JGW. I shirts, so we need two more friends. Abby, let's actually make up shirts that say that and have them take some photos around the world. Oh my gosh, look at that free advertising for us. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You sent me a JG shirt and then WI shirt for him. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Wait, so when did you guys start the joint Instagram account and when did you start your TikTok adventure? Because that's how we found you, it was on TikTok. Yes. We have a, a shared Instagram account that we made in like 2016. I, I was a flip phone guy. Eddie was a flip phone guy. We were flip phone guys till 2015. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's making Instagram stuff. Yeah. We were like, we don't really want to take this seriously. We kind of want to just <laughs> do it. We called it like, and at the time we were just, when we'd go into conversations to meet new people, we were, Eddie was living in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. He was like, operating a movie theater in Jackson. Ended up just like meeting people. We'd say, hey, party over here. That's how, <laughs> that's how we would answer a conversation. Like there's no way, there's really no smooth way to like join a conversation of people. So hey guys, party over here. And then I don't know why that was so funny to us. It's kind of silly in retrospect, but. We were like, hey, let's just make a live by that credence credo. It worked out so well. I mean, really, people really started getting into the party over here yeah. mantra and lifestyle. And we just had such a great time with it that we just kind of ran with it. So we're, we're big fans of just having like good good times, wholesome fun. Mm-hmm. Everybody love everybody. And we were doing that and just being silly on that thing. And then TikTok, I made so much fun of it in a way where I was like, if I tried it once about a year ago. And I was like, it's just teenagers dancing. I feel super uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, I'll try this again, and I gave the algorithm like two weeks to figure it out, and then you're just like seeing funny videos, or you're seeing like cool trick shots, I don't know, just things that are like woodworking stuff. It's just fun, and so it was a cool way to get, we like to just film stupid things when we're, because we work all day, and then we want to just have a creative outlet, so it's been kind of a fun way to. 
know, hopefully make people laugh. Yeah. Yeah. No, you definitely made me laugh, which is why you caught my attention and we knew we had to have you on the podcast. But I was wondering, do you guys have like a goal with TikTok? Like, are you trying to go viral or build a platform? Or are you just literally taking it day by day and having fun? Like, I think I'd be lying if I'd say we didn't want to, you know, get reach as many people as we wanted to. Like, yeah, we make stuff for fun because like we just shot a video two days ago. So we're going to just post it tomorrow or something. But like, it's just fun to hang out, shoot these little like minute clips and then just like build fire and drink and just have fun with your friends. Like, that's just what yeah. we like to do. And rather than like playing video games, we just like to make silly videos yeah and if it does go wild awesome that's super fun we don't want to rely on that sort of stuff but it's just like a fun to try it out your what about the dad in the woods went pretty viral that was a fun one i mean here's the thing in my from my eyes it would be great i mean i don't think anybody would turn down putting their i guess faces around the world or whatever that would be kind of fun but um and like more than paid to do fun videos yeah it's like the freaking dream. yeah making a little money wouldn't hurt it either but um that is one of the more creative people i've ever met so he's you know he's got he'll come up with an idea and he just needs to shoot it it's like a it's like an urge we have to just shoot this really cool little idea and it's um it's just fun it's just like no, pure you gotta fun. read the script i'm writing i wrote a script for him to compliment okay so you gotta read it no i'm money. going you gotta go no. <laughs> the yeah <laughs> you're not having your time um right used to work in advertising and I would write brands like very safe brands. Like I used to write for Olive Garden commercials and I was just so, so miserable writing just breadstick <laughs> commercials all day for a full year. I was like, I need to write funnier stuff or like just get out mm-hmm. of this and like still find a way to be creative and not go loco. No offense to Olive Garden. I love it. I love their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come out. Please sponsor us if you're listening to this. We need a sponsor and Olive Garden might be it. And with that, I think it's time to transition into the real reason we brought you on here was to hear about the cheap thrills of life. Really. We know that you guys have a ton and you've curated a list and everyone could use some cheap thrills right about now in this pandemic mm-hmm. year. So let's let's hear them. What do you got, guys? Also, before you read the list, what explain cheap thrills? Yeah, cheap thrills is kind of like we're all we're all a bit we're frugal in our own regards. We like to save some dough but have a great time. And I think a cheap thrill doesn't have to necessarily be an activity. It's just something where it doesn't cost anything, but it's a lot of fun. You know, it's it, it can be something from like stepping on a crunchy leaf in the fall to you know watching a, a drawbridge open mm-hmm. up. You're like that was fun. Yeah, or like throwing a rock at something. And you know, <laughs> like you skip a rock or throw it. One that we were thinking about the other day before we go into our full list that was kind of fun is we were just driving and we basically kidnapped a ladybug, took it across state lines. <laughs> and, you know, obviously this ladybug's on a grand tour, but it's kind of a thrill to just like hitchhiking across. And we we got to bring it back at some point, but this ladybug doesn't realize the, the fun it's about to have for this mm-hmm. you know, couple hours. Just a lot of story to tell. Ladybug has no idea what it's about to embark on. Yeah. It's like, no, did you guys film a TikTok of that? No, should we? <laughs> <laughs> I think the fans are pining for a Ladybug TikTok. We've kind of broken down, you know, we put a little bit of time into this list. Mm. We were sitting at a diner this morning. We, we had a big day yesterday. Yeah. We, but basically, with a couple friends, we biked about 50 miles. We went Stop, to the... really? Like, through D.C., through, like, some crazy rallies and stuff they like closed down constitution avenue mm-hmm. they closed down north capitol we were biking through these open roads mm-hmm. go to the casino and our plan was just we each take 35 40 bucks put it on red at the same time we were chanting singing like put it put it, put on, it on red, red. Put, put it on red. red put it on red so we're gonna bring down the house we're not really gamblers by trade we don't have enough it's not really a cheap thrill so it's a weird segue but it's an expensive thrill, it's expensive thrill. <laughs> but the thrill itself we put it on red casino is basically empty it's the middle of the morning so mm-hmm. we we spin the wheel 
just like crowd goes silent and then it lands on red and we go hooting and hollering and we're going crazy and we tell ourselves we're going to leave right away we're like yeah. god we can't double down the table's hot let's just double down on this sucker and we double down and we lose right away so we left with our tail between our legs and then we just biked around and riding the, riding the high of that a little more expensive grill Let's let's set the scene. Let's set the scene for them from this morning at the diner where we were preparing for this incredible opportunity of a lifetime to be on your podcast. JG, please do please set the scene for us. I'd love to yeah. hear it. So we're at our favorite little diner, Tasty Diner. That's with two E's on the end, not a not a Y. Just sipping our fifth cup of diner coffee, and I'd like to talk about our first cheap thrill. Pretty inexpensive. Yep. Um, Table cakes. Oh, yeah, table um, cakes. Everybody knows that. Just, you know, stack of one, stack of two, just a table. For the table. Obviously, you guys probably know table cakes, but for the folks at home, a table cake is when you're ordering food and then you're getting breakfast and you're like, hey, you know, it would be real fun if we get table cakes. We get just pancakes for the table. Yeah. And everyone can kind of pick and, and get little table cakes. Yeah, it's like fries for the table, but in the morning. That's right, yeah. table cakes. So it's kind of off menu. It's sort of a secret treat. Um, another thing at the diner we were talking about, my favorite thing personally is that second refill of coffee, that free refill where, you know, you kind of have the right cream and sugar in there and then they fill it up a little bit more in that little topper. That's just ratio. Yeah. And then yeah, mm-hmm. April was our gal today and she poured it up and she just, it really hit the spot. Shout out April. Um, she but, listens. She says hello. We'll send April some merch too, so that the three of you guys could take a picture next yeah. time. Yeah, we were talking to other people last night. They were throwing out some of their cheap girls. We're like, we're going on JGWI. Like, we need some other cheap girls to talk about. None of them were good. We heard like fifteen. We're like, out, out. None of these. And then somebody from the rafters goes, "Vacuum crackles." Mm. And we say, "That's really good." Like you know when you're talking <laughs> and you hear that little crackle that. <laughs> That's kind of a cheap thrill. Oh, yeah. You don't talk to anything, and you're like, it gets it gets the blood pumping. Yeah, everybody gets excited about the vacuum crackle. Another yeah, one would totally. be. That's the good stuff. You're like, I'm making a dent in this. Gratifying as hell. It really is. I mean, we're just honored to be here. We also really appreciate um, happening upon things yeah. uh, naturally. Um, so one of them is like uh, like a treehouse. You you kind of stumble upon a treehouse in the woods, a gazebo, mm-hmm. if you will. If somebody tells you in advance, like, hey, we're gonna go see a gazebo sucks i don't yeah. really care about this gazebo but if you're wandering through the woods and there's a gazebo it's happened that's to- true it's the most magical thing you've ever laid your eyes on yeah, in the yeah. wild yeah yeah so you're like i gotta climb up there see if there's yeah. Way. yeah it's almost like fate placed it there for you to find absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um we love grocery store samples i think that's a fun thing hmm. i think that might be the best example of like a cheap thrill for the folks at home that so you don't understand it. Mm-hmm. How about something that? How about something that that people don't really do anymore, which is kind of a shame in my mind. But using the U.S. Postal Service, oh, uh, yeah. the thrill of receiving or and, any and sending service. a letter. Yeah, or for all those folks around the world, um, you got a lot of international listeners, so we got to. That's right. Yeah. Abby, remember we fell in love back in May when we lived together with the U.S. Postal Service. We walked to the damn post office in our neighborhood like twice a week. We, for, we don't. I can't even recall why we were just mailing things like crazy no, for some we reason. Get so excited whenever we'd have a letter, we'd be like, "Let's go walk to the post office," and we would. We would take that little mild jaunt and okay. take it in stride. It was very exciting. It was very little house on the prairie. All five of us that lived together would just walk with our white claws down to that post office. So excited. Like, sometimes one person would <laughs> on a bike and the rest of us would be like skipping along i thought of a cheap thrill that i experienced the other night when you go to happy hour or a bar and you order a drink and it comes with limes 
I love squeezing the lime and then just placing it into the cup. And then you can taste it on your first sip. That's nice. Yeah. And you leave it, you're, you're somebody who leaves it on the top. You leave it floating, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, me too. Ooh, this is a great one that we came up with this morning. I'm going to let him read it off. Yeah, right there. You, you take it away. Okay, I'll take it. How about you're sitting down with your family or solo and you're watching TV and you say, oh my God, I have that lamp. Yeah. I have that mm. towel rack. And you're like, oh wow, that Wayfair carpet that I got. I yeah. don't, somebody else on the TV show has that. Yeah. And it's kind of, you point at it. Or when they say the name of the movie in the movie, that's kind of a fun cheat throw. Yeah, yeah, they and break that. Yeah, just secure. He said it. Fourth wall, totally. We saw. I saw an elderly couple couple holding hands. I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah, like hell yeah, old love. Love. How about being called handsome by your grandmother? Oh, that'd be great. How about being called handsome by your friend's grandmother? Even better. You know, it's real. Way better. Ashley, have you ever been called handsome by someone's grandmother? No, that's a cheap girl I haven't checked off yet. I thought of another one. This one, this one's more luck. But when you're going to the grocery store and you've already been working and you're tired and you go to park and the first stall car pulls out right as you're starting to pull up. Yeah. Yeah. It's the most luckiest thrill. And it wasn't already open. It's them pulling out and you're there right place, right time. You feel like the world is kind of, you know, inspiring in your favor. Mm-hmm. Just gonna pull through. You have a quick getaway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> another thing that I love is um, just for if we're talking cars, I love driveway haircuts. You ever mm-hmm. get your haircut in a driveway? I think that's haircut. a boy thing, but I've yeah. seen it happen. Uh, I cannot so, attest. Have to be so you just said being called handsome by your grandma and driveway haircuts. We're kind of we're being a little sexist here. Let's think of something. Sorry, that's that's pretty unisex right there. Barn. <laughs> Yeah, just good barns. You ever really. seen a barn? Mm-hmm. I <laughs> yeah, have a barn in my backyard. Yeah, a you big do. old barn, red with the white X's on the door, built in nineteen no ten. So I have a cheap yeah. grill right in my backyard. You have a brother that maybe put a basketball hoop on that barn? Is that a thing? Yeah, there's a rope swing up there. There's like some tires we used to play on. It was truly the most graceful existence when we were. What are you talking to us for? You got a cheap grill lifestyle. You are, yeah. You're right. I live on a farm. We've got some goats, got some chickens in the backyard. Those are cheap girls. You are wasting your time with us turkeys. Get out there. <laughs> chickens are the cheapest thrill. They you are. Guys, <laughs> we love a good chicken coop, man. We were just hanging out at a chicken coop the other day. As one does. You can because we were trying to poach eggs. <laughs> and we had well, to we steal them. And fried them up. Oh, I saw this video actually last night when I was looking through of you guys poaching the eggs, and you were quite literally stealing them. Do you you didn't know who owned those that chicken coop or? No, but it's a pretty sweet coop, and they got so many eggs just kind of. They were they the the people were out of town, so it was really more of a. If anything, we were doing some good due diligence checking yeah. up on the chickens, making sure the eggs weren't overcrowded. Yeah, 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 so freeing up some eggs. space for the hens to lay some more. Totally. Right. Yeah. That might be against the Pepperdine Code of Conduct, is thieving eggs. Don't tell anybody. Let's we won't tell. Um, you know what we've kind of done here is we've broken down some of these cheap thrills based on seasons. Oh, cool. good. Yeah, some of them we've already said. But like, if we were going to say a summer cheap thrill, we had what what actually said the uh, you know pull through parking spot. That's a lovely one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then running fast into water could be a river, could be mm-hmm. an ocean. But if mm-hmm. you're kind of running into it, it's somehow just way more fun. Than just walking and tiptoeing in, you got if you just run right in. Totally. Um, some fall cheap thrills. 
biking over crunchy leaves. Mm-hmm. Really fun. I love um, a standalone tree in a big field. So you see a really big field, and then there's that one kind of standalone tree, a beautiful pine. Yeah. And you say, man, there's a story of that tree. There's some sort of like, there's something dug up. There's some sort of <laughs> Shawshank Redemption. Exactly right. Letter in there. Or like someone fell in love under that tree or someone got reunited under that tree. Mm -hmm. You can see some initials etched and they're pretty high up and you know it's not a really tall couple. It's a couple that that etched this in a while ago and it's just really Mm -hmm. sweet. It's not a seven foot tall couple. It's a... (laughs) Either way, if it's a seven foot tall couple, beautiful. Love that. Or if it's a very old couple that's done it years and years ago. Mm -hmm. You guys, I just thought of a cheap thrill that transcends. Finally. Finally. You guys finally have one. Jumping on a trampoline, no matter if it's indoors, I prefer outdoors, but nothing brings you back to childhood and just whimsy than jumping on a trampoline. Or a swing, swinging on a swing. Or a good swing, yep. There is no greater high in this world than the double bounce. Unreal that you said that. I agree. Just a, a mental, emotional, physical high of that double bounce. Sweet, sweet, cute. Another cheap thrill, kind of like the leaves, but the sound of walking on gravel. That is nice. The crunch. you like that. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a poem from you. Whoa. I am not, Actually, you know what? I, I can't believe that I just went against the grain here. Um, but, yeah, I was, I'm a big crunchy leaves guy. I think that. going along with that, walking barefoot on the grass, when the grass oh, is not specifically not wet grass, but barefoot on the ground, also cheap thrills. Some other cheap thrills we have, we have is walking into a bar when your favorite song comes on. Yeah. Oh, a high that I live for. Totally. <laughs> Or, or you guys just, have a karaoke song? Sure. Or yeah, a karaoke sure. story? Yeah, either one. Mm. Most of our karaoke stories come from a bar in Chicago called Shoes. I used to live in Chicago. That's one of the most times I've been for about five years. We used okay. to take our shoes off right when we walked into Shoes. Shoes Pub is a great shout out. Shoes Pub. Yeah, it's Shoes Pub. Uh, Does everyone take their shoes off or just you guys? Just us. Eddie doesn't own shoes, I don't think. And, um, <laughs> the, yeah, but Shoes Pub is great. It's a. You know, you got your classics, you got your different duets, your things like that. Mm-hmm. You got to the crowd pleasers. I do, you know, as I've said before, love doing Monster Mash out of season. Mm-hmm. In October, I'd say shy away from that's too expected. It's but too basic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I uh, in June, singing Monster Mash, oof, a crowd pleaser. <laughs> Everybody, no one's going to be like, Ooh. they all know the words. What's your karaoke song? Uh, I'll uh, ask you guys, actually. Actually, what did we decide ours was going to be next time we go to Nashville? Was it 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton? Yes, or Ooh, a Hall & Oates song always works. Yeah, how yeah, do you guys yeah. feel about Hall & Oates? I'm very pro Hall & Oates. I'm definitely more of a Daryl Hall guy than a than an Oates man. Do you want to tell them on the count of three who our favorite country singer is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we all participate yeah. in this? Yeah, all right. Ashley, Wait, let me think for you. Count us down. Okay. okay. One, two, three. Morgan Harris. <laughs> what did everyone say? Abby said Morgan Wall and I said Eric Church. Who are you guys? Three, two, one. Darius Rucker. Abby, we're mm. neglecting to tell them we have an affinity for um, Big and Rich. We're obsessed uh, with Big and Rich. Beer for my horses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or Toby Keith, Beer for yeah. my horses. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Big and Rich, they sing the. Like Dave a horse, ride a cowboy, always a crowd pleaser at the bars. Again, no. I always say that I'm big and Ashley's rich because I'm 5'10 and she's, what, 5'3? Five, 5'4 five, and counting. Hey. Growing every day. Yeah, that's, <laughs> our, that's our dynamic, big and rich right there. Um, We should be that for Halloween next year. If you guys want to join in, we can see who the better duo is. You guys can be hauling out big and rich. <laughs> <laughs> she thrill is also kind of measuring yourself on a wall with a pencil when you're growing up. 
That's some what she thrills. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Some winter she thrills is a, a full wood ring. You ever seen one of those? Like a wood ring that's just chock full of wood. And it's oh, got yes. A, we have yeah. those. We have those. We, it's actually very snowy here. So we, we've got the wood. I'm sure I'm sure you don't know this out in California, but when it when it starts to get cold out in the winter, the first time you see your breath is kind of a cheap thrill. Yeah. No, um, I see it sometimes at night, and it is a thrill to me. Yeah. Thrill. Kind of like a first summer rain. You ever yeah. you know that feeling? Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, this is a or, summer Going along with that, a warm rain, like when you're in the yeah. south and it's raining, but it's warm and you just want to stand in it and maybe fall in love in it, one of the two. Yeah. You don't ask for too much. Yeah. Every day for a year. You never, why did you write? Yeah. How about when you're a teenager sneaking out of the house, breaking curfew? Sneaking how about, back into the house, too. Exactly right. That's true. I was on the third floor. Also, the cheapest thrill when you're uh, younger is using your fake ID, and every single time you get away with it. Again, Pepperdine faculty. This is off the record, but our fake IDs. <laughs> we yeah, our it's actually kind of a funny story. We we got fake IDs together. It it kind of seems like we're a couple based on all yeah, the stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am weirdly single, aggressively single. Is that right? Yeah, aggressively single. Yeah, aggressively single. It's a great great term. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eddie's girlfriend's real. She's at a modeling camp in Sweden. Yeah, she goes of to a different. She is. I would expect I would, nothing less. Yep. I would not expect any yeah. less than that from her. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, when we got her a false identification, we're going out in DC on the town. Our buddy is DJing uh, some bar. Big time. Knew the guy. Knew the man. Tony and Evan. And uh, we go there, and we're like studying our IDs, and we're quizzing each other. And, That's right. Uh, I give him mine, he gives me his. Like, okay, got it, got our address down, here we go. And we walk in and we forgot to switch our IDs back. So we basically give the bouncer each other's ID. And he still <laughs> just, like didn't even ask the question, he let us in. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so, he still didn't even care at all. Did not care. Um, how about what happened, what ended up happening that night is we got kicked out. Uh, one of the things that we like to do is actually get, it's kind of a cheap thrill. Yeah. Um, but we don't like nice, to offend people. In a nice way. We like to get kicked out, not for being doing anything bad per se, but like a shirt pop or you know when you can like pop somebody in the air, you like get a couple people and you lift them up and you pop them like. Hey, 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 hey. So that's pop and swap. Like you're like popping the shirt with your friend and you're just doing a swap. If you're kind of getting tired of your shirt, you're like maybe I'd be swap shirts to do a pop and swap and maybe a hot pop. Yeah. So oh, a gentle like, kicking out. So you guys like a gentle swift kicking out. Abby, yeah. have you ever been kicked out i have been kicked out i've also followed my ex-boyfriend out of a bar in london for stealing shots behind the bar because he got kicked out and me being loyal of course i had to go with him into the mm. streets of london while i was dressed basically like a prostitute because it was halloween so that was great <laughs> ushered out in nashville for harassing a man who told my friends that they suck while they were singing karaoke and I am an Enneagram type eight. We wanted to ask you if you guys knew what your Enneagrams was, but I'm the challenger. So obviously like I'm extremely loyal. I'm going to stand up for my friends. I'm not going to let a comment like that. So I got in a verbal disagreement with this man about his choice words about my friends who were up on stage and we had to leave. So Good for you. Yeah, That's yeah. a cheap thrill. My ex-girlfriend said I was like I kept letting astrology lead whatever I did and she was like you need to stop letting astrology rule your life and I'm, Libra, and I'm obviously you know that's something a classic Libra would say so I think yeah I, you know say love you've got to watch life. out for those astrology girls you, they can't be trusted 
Have you seen the moon? Actually, no. he, he <laughs> is the astrologer. I honestly know anything about astrology. I know my own sign. Yeah, yeah I like, know exactly yeah. zero about astrology, literally none. But do you guys know your Enneagram type? Is that like a Ouija board? <laughs> Mine's a, Mine's a good. Do you guys know what Myers Briggs is? The Myers Briggs test is it like an aptitude, like a character aptitude test. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like your personality, yeah. how you see the world, how you interact with it, that kind of thing. I like to follow the Gall Peters strategy for how I see the world. It's a type of map. Folks at home, Google Gall Peters projection map. That's how I see it. I, I follow my life according to the farmer's almanac. <laughs> Do you, another personality one. Do you guys know your love languages? English. Oh, wait, Spanish. Espanol. <laughs> Would you guys like to guess what your love language is? Oh, oh, yeah. For example, Ashley is words of affirmation. So every time you give her a compliment, she might fall in love with you. But for me, it's physical touch. So anytime you give me a side hug, I might fall in love with you. A side hug? A side, <laughs> a side hug. hug. Um, we, can't do, we can't do that virtually. That's right. But, no. Uh, Ashley, you're, you're wonderful in every way, shape, and form. Everybody everybody at home, she is blushing. <laughs> that should cheap yeah. getting someone to blush. I feel like your guys' might be quality time or acts of service and from what you guys have been talking about, how you fell in love in your friendship and how that's <laughs> thanks. Also trampolines. We really do enjoy trampolines as well as yeah. so a kind of a love language for us. Yeah, I have another question about your guys' love affair. Um, so you guys are obviously always living different places, but you act like you hang out every day. How often are you guys like, not during quarantine, but before all this, like seeing each other? Or do you guys talk every day? How are you like keeping the Honestly, marriage really, going? We don't really like, we're not big, uh, I guess it sounds counterintuitive. We're not really like huge phone guys other than like making content. Right. Which sounds so ridiculous. But like we, when we see each other in the flesh, like we'll hop on a phone call for a while, but like we don't really text each other ever. No, we, we would, we, we would see each other maybe like once a year. Uh, maybe twice a year. And when we're both home for the holidays, we hang. Then we're all, he's home for a while. I'm home. I've been home from Panama, um, for a while now. Um, so like, yeah, he's been here for like a month and it's been fantastic. So we've just been absolutely, absolutely crushing it. Normally we live in different parts of the world, different parts of the country, but like we'll find one time to visit. Like when he was Mm -hmm. living in Bocas in Panama, I visited. Or like one time we met up in Cuba. So like me and Eddie and Mm -hmm. my brother, Willie, we uh, just did a little motorcycle trip around Cuba because he was there for a couple of weeks. He was like, you were there in Santiago for a long time. He was pretending to be a poet. (laughs) 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 He became friends with the uh, The uh, British ambassador. ambassador. And so like we rolled in two weeks after. I was like, Eddie, Bob. And he, because they met, you met, you were motorcycling by yourself. doing Motorcycle diaries down there. Yeah. Wow. What are your guys' day jobs that let you live this fun lifestyle? I was a copywriter in advertising. Now I, I'm the head of marketing for a, a charity company, Change Donations. Okay. We'll be in the U.S. in two weeks. So listen up. Oh. And I, I was doing a lot of seasonal positions, a lot of guide work, um, which is a kind of an overarching term for what I was doing. Hence the name uh, Eddie Bob. <laughs> yeah, hence the name Eddie Bob. Thank you. Thanks, Mom. Um, and, uh, and, and I tried to start my own business. I did start my own business with a friend of mine, um, in Panama. Um, but unfortunately that went south because the tourism industry, as I'm sure people can imagine, has somewhat crumbled, um, especially in less developed countries. Um, so um, right now I'm, I'm applying to go to, um, to get an MBA in entrepreneurship, social entrepreneurship, um, that kind of thing. So good for you. um, 
Yeah, so right now... You just crushed the old... Was it MCAT? No, M, uh, GMAT. 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 So we were celebrating this weekend at the casino. Woo! Great Amazing. Always ways to yeah. celebrate. So what would you guys title your current life chapter then? Yeah. Next round's on me. <laughs> Not the first round, the next what round. What was it? Uh, next round's on me, I think, would be fun. Or... Uh, that's the role good. It's almost like you're a copywriter. You're so quick coming up with it. <laughs> it's almost like it's your day job. <laughs> no Next round. Yeah, that's great, man. Yeah, I never get the first round. <laughs> no, I think. Next round. It's a good podcast um, title. You guys should start one. Yeah, maybe we could be a guest on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Whoa, I don't push that. your luck. <laughs> no, push yeah. it, push it. We're, we're, we're very receiving. I have a, another very pressing question before we get back. Are there any more cheap girls, by the way? Yeah. Um, yeah did we do what, spring cheap girls yet? Oh, the spring ones are great. Ooh, I had a really. I feel like those must be romantic. They're very romantic. Yeah. A lot of them involve you both. Both of your names are your name. Yeah. I don't know how that's so serendipitous. That's really um, for some of the other autumn cheap girls or winter ones, those trick candles are great. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like microwaving a marshmallow. You ever done that? No. Yeah. That was I a haven't. Lot of fun. Warm clothes out of the dryer, especially or like the warm shower when it's cold out. You know what's great is like if you get in a hot tub or something when it's cold out and steam dries, and that's, that's a real When blast. it's snowing, going in a hot tub when it's snowing, that's a cheap throw. Yeah. I've never had that pleasure. Oh, you oh. haven't even lived. <laughs> um, and then I would say some of the spring ones. You know, we actually did, we were, we were biking by the uh, airport yesterday, Reagan Airport. Right. And there were a lot of people just parked up by the by the um, by the water by the airport watching planes take off of, up close you ever yeah. done that before airplane would take up take off over them it was kind of fun it's cheap that though. sounds really romantic do you guys do that together sometimes sometimes yeah but yeah. we talk about our girlfriends too who <laughs> <laughs> are real by the way yeah, they're real as hell um yeah and then we said draw bridges already i mean no explanation needed for that Mm-hmm. Um, another spring cheap thrill, you know, a fun one that I think everyone can relate to is when, you know, you try to find your birth parents and you drive halfway across the country, find them, realize that it's really about the people that raise you. That's your real family. Mm-hmm. And then you proceed to kind of go back, live your life to an even fuller, greater extent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then another one is um, stealing silverware from a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> like the little hot sauce bottles. Yeah. yeah. Little, little or... To add on to that one, stealing the two-for-one sign outside your favorite local bar and hanging it on your wall. Yes, our best friend used to do that all the time in college. Yeah, you didn't tell me you had a best friend. <laughs> We've got five of them in fact. That seems like a cop-out. You can't have five best friends, but I love it. I love that. Maybe positive. seven if we're counting you guys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We're in the market. Um, I thought of another one. Being in a convertible when the weather is mild. Not too oh. hot where you're sweating when the sun's beating on you and you don't need mm-hmm. a jacket either. And not when you're on the highway and your hair is in your eyeballs. You ever had a, you ever had it where you get upgraded, like kind of either a clerical error or just like for goodwill because you maybe talked to somebody for a while and they're like, oh, we're going to boost you up in your rental car to a convertible. Yes. Oh. Yeah. For free. Uh-huh. I've done it once where I got moved into first class just because I was talking to somebody behind the desk and they were like, oh, do you mind like pushing your flight back? an hour or two and like taking the next one I was uh-huh. like yeah sure and bump me up to first class it was free Easy. I start doing that more often oh also bouncing off the convertible cheap thrill when we were just in DC a few weeks ago the from your visiting has a convertible and a leaf falling in the car yeah. is the cheapest thrill 
That's so fun. We we as a family as a family my um we have a tradition of trying to be the first one to catch a leaf as it falls from the tree, which is alarmingly difficult. You've got to really be watching the tree, and you've got to be outside a lot, huh? Yeah. Well, the one the the last person to catch one um didn't eat during the winter time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have courage for themselves. You can, you're not right. going to be given any food. You sit at the lazy Susan and you just watch it spin past you. <laughs> That's right. Um, another one. I'm just thinking. Lazy Susans are kind of cheap thrills. Sorry to all the Susans of the world. My aunt's name is Susan. I don't think she's that lazy. <laughs> they are lazy or they have black eyes, so they don't really have good <laughs> positivity there. Black eyes Susan is the state flower of Maryland. Uh, here's here's another cheap thrill I, I just thought of. Yeah. Um, being admired by someone uh, of the same sex uh, that's in the LGBTQ community. Um, that's always fun. It's always flattering. I really enjoy it. It is flattering, Abby, right? Yes, I have some experience with that. The entire women's basketball team, a lot oh, of them okay. happen to be of the LGBTQ community, and a lot of them took interest in me, and it was the most flattering thing on the earth. Yeah, it's great. A high compliment, yeah. Totally. I didn't know that um, every time I, I do, I'm so surprised that, that Tevas are in, are in style. Tevas are back. Yeah. They're, that I'm being a while I'm wearing my Tevas. Yeah, Tevas are a cheap girl, too. Another cheap girl we actually talked about, this might be the last one on our list, but we thought it was something that made us really harken back for the glory days of pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. But it was seeing a, a dad take a photo at a concert with their iPad. Mm. Uh, yeah. That's what I really miss about concerts. I don't where do they keep the iPad? Is it in a backpack? Because it can't fit in a pocket. Yeah, right. He definitely is holding it the whole time. He's either got a cool packaging for it, something like this holster. Yeah. Or he's, he's got it up in his arm sleeve and he's holding that <laughs> iPad for the purpose. A leather case on it. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. got to invent like an iPad crossbody for dads at concerts specifically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like a cool crossbody bag. Kind of hype beast sort of things. Yeah. I think there's a market for that. There's yeah. a market for it. <laughs> Stop talking. We should do it. I feel like we could start paying. But I feel like if they're a real dad, they've already got like a baby Bjorn in the back <laughs> cellar in the closet, maybe in the barn for Tuffer in Washington. And they've got this old baby Bjorn and they put the iPad in the front. Yeah. Access. That's mm-hmm. actually really true. I don't know how secure that would be, but that would be really true. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably hopping and jumping around at the John Cooper Mellencamp concert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Was I'll that go. the last cheap thrill you had prepared? I've got one more. Oh, good. Um, don't want it to end. When when you see a little kid, they just took their training wheels off of their bike, and their dad's running behind them, and he's saying, "You can do it. You're doing it." That is a cheap thrill. Mm-hmm. That. How often do you see that happening? I've actually seen it a lot recently. Wow. Um, we like to watch a lot of little kids. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of time at the park. I guess, you know, little kids too, you know, kind of a cheap thrill is when you see a kid walking down and he's got his shoes on the wrong feet. I think that's yeah. such a cute little cute good thrill. And you're like, what is that Thank little scooper? You got dressed by himself today. We're pumped. He's got his little light-up sneakers, but like clearly yeah. they're on the wrong feet. He's waddling. Oh, yeah, going along this vein, I guess you could also say a kid who just learned how to tie his shoes, and you can tell he's taking an extra long time to do it, but he's so proud of himself when he gets it. He finally caught up with the rest of society. You guys are all going to be great parents is what I'm getting from this. (laughs) Another cheap thrill that could lean into parenthood is getting ice cream when you're on vacation. Wow. That's a good one for me. It really does. Vacation cream. Mm -hmm. Vacation cream. Little fun fact, both of us – 
got our starts in, uh-huh. in the professional world by being ice cream scoopers. Yeah, we were we scooping cream literally for a summer or two. It was a lot of, a lot of fun. Scooping Good arm workout. Yeah. How did you guys get ripped from that? Or? <laughs> <laughs> it's purely <laughs> ice cream yeah. scooping. Yeah, Eddie, Bob, and I, some of our friends from Pamplona, one of them, so you know like the Hatfields and the McCoys? Yeah. yeah. So we were friends with one of the one of the Hatfields. He's probably like in his eighties. His name is Leroy, and he's got this great like goat hunt trip. We're not hunters at all. We don't really we don't like shooting animals, but we like to go because it's kind of a fun camaraderie thing. And we we're maybe like the youngest people there by thirty years, but it was so much fun. We went up to Wyoming, and we're in this bar at a shooting pool, and the guys, the locals, are think that in the middle of this small Cheyenne, Wyoming, uh, Wheatland, Wyoming, Wheatland, Wyoming, these guys think that Eddie Bob is hustling it. <laughs> yeah, and they like pull a knife out, and it's just a crazy scene. They're like, "Get the hell out of here!" They kick out these two locals, and are like, "Scram!" You guys have stories for days. Like, I bet you could just go on for hours telling us. Where else have you been banned for life? I'm sure there's one more place at least. Jeepers! <laughs> <laughs> the Dave and Buster's down the block. <laughs> no, I'm banned. One of my friends is banned from a bar called Bush McGuire's in Chicago. Um, <laughs> he's banned forever like he's tried to go in years later and they will not let him back in. oh is that right yeah we what did this thing where we like pretended that we were bouncers and we were checking ids like oh, yeah. <laughs> just shooing people away like i'm sorry and they're like no it's real <laughs> 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 um i don't think I, I don't think you're not banned from anywhere are you or you're i definitely you, am banned from one place i don't know why i can't think of i i'm not banned thank goodness <laughs> the world is still yours for the taking thank god <laughs> Still my oyster. All right. We have a little bit more less funny questions, but more valuable questions, I would say. What is one okay. skill that you picked up in this quarantine year? Pretty avid juggler now. Yeah. Good. You know what I learned? I actually learned how to use um, Photoshop. Oh, for, that's practical. I used to just have it. took me hours. Now I can use like the whole Adobe suite. I've got a couple a couple skills. Um, I've started to shave my face with a straight razor. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, just, You're like, a man now. Yeah, bored with the other stuff. I'm I'm constantly growing. All you turkeys are are staying still. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, rubbing in my face. Like, he's just straight up cut up with that straight razor shave, and I just I don't envy you at all. You just steep, look, steep learning curve. Yeah, you're uh, like, in the movies at the barber shop. It's like that straight piece of metal, and you're just kind of like yeah. that seems yeah, that's, scary. You know that right here? That's the expensive. That's the expensive part. It's, yeah, it's right over there. Yeah, um, I get a um, and then another one is I'm actually Julia and I, Julia Johns is my girlfriend's name. Um, and I'm starting to learn how to shoot film with Julia. So we've got our, we got a little, got a little camera constantly moving, constantly grooving, constantly doing fun things. Wow. So this that would be great for your content creation as well. You're clear in that. Next question, since the, like creatively titled Just Go With It, that's the podcast is called. So can you tell us a time that you guys had to just go with it? I know you've been giving us a lot of stories, but. Yeah, I know when I started my first job writing, I would just get like, you get terrible tasks, you get all these things. You're like, not really for yourself. And I was stressed out a ton of the time. I was just like, you know what? Like trying to make everybody happy, trying to like, and then I took a step back and I was like, you know, all you can do, you can't control the situation. You can't control the circumstances. All you can really do is control your attitude, your reaction. You work hard. You be nice to the people that are nice to you. And you don't sweat the small stuff and just, like, have fun. Yeah. And you don't take life too seriously as long as you're working hard and doing the right things and being nice to people. Then 
things work themselves out. If you overthink it, then you just start going crazy. And you're like, oh, the pandemic's doing this, that, and the other. But like, no, you can have a whole day biking around being being silly. And uh, or literally just like, I don't know, building fires or mm-hmm. we tried to like run a half marathon in a half a day just because we thought it would be fun. Yeah. We just like, you, you got to just take what you got and uh, make the most of it all. That's what at least how I've been doing with the quarantine stuff. Being locked out of the country I'm living in, I just got to figure out ways to make the most of it. Yeah. It's always work out if you try. Similarly, I, you know, my, my plans got quite upended as I'm sure a lot of your listeners have had some serious wrenches thrown in their plans. Yeah, I, I definitely could have, you know, could have taken it as a huge, you know, as a huge setback or, or could have really, um, gotten upset about it or whatever. But at the end of the day, you just kind of have to roll with the punches. There are some things that are out of your control. Um, and sometimes it, it's hard to realize the potential for a new adventure um, in something that can disguise itself as huge negative points. So, like, of course, COVID is a is a is a terrible thing. Um, I, I wish that it wasn't the case, but at the same time, um, I'm definitely moving and grooving and um, constantly trying to grow, pivot a little bit. And I'm curious to know, do you guys have a best piece of advice that you've ever received or a quote that has stuck with you that you like to remember or live by? My uncle Steve, one time I, I had been, I had been running around with my brother in a field in my new, in my new blue jeans and I got grass stains all over my knees. And I remember I came home and my uncle Steve was in town and he said, boy, how are we ever going to know that you played hard if you don't come home with a couple stains on your shirt? And it's pretty good. Wow. Um, there's good one. Uh, my uncle Corey. <laughs> he said, "He said being cool is cool." That's McConaughey. So. <laughs> my dad would always say, "You know, people absorb eloquent action." Is one where you just gotta like, can't talk about doing stuff. Don't talk about it. Just do it. And that you gotta pan a lot of silk for every grain of gold. You know, things like even going back to the trivial stuff, like making TikTok videos or making messing around. When you're like, oh, this is maybe whatever like nobody's even seen it but you keep working hard and people see stuff like you you know you could be writing you could be moving down to panama and doing all these things you gotta work really hard and then that payoff is so much more rewarding what is some advice that you would give to some people fresh out of college 22 23 trying to figure out how to be happy plus have a job i don't know man it's tough because eddie and i had pretty different right out of college stuff where like you want to tell people like hey do what you love because you can't. And, and I did what I love. Eddie's doing what he loves. And we really are like privileged to do such a thing because we have mm-hmm. great safety nets to try that. But like, there's a difference between like, you got to earn where you go. And I think that early twenties is a weird time where like, you can't expect to be the, you have full control of what you do. Like you have to work and put in the hours and be kind of like a cog for a little bit. And then for maybe two years, one year, two years. And then you have like perspective to really think, okay, do I want to do this the rest of my life? Do I want to go further with this? Like people I think have this weird balance where I was 22 and I was like, I should be writing commercials. I shouldn't be writing these banners or like these stupid things that nobody actually reads. And you have this weird sense of entitlement, but mm-hmm. you have three years of learning, two years of learning what you love to do, what you don't love to do. And that's really important in like having your own creative freedom after that. I like that, yeah. But I think it's, yeah, don't expect it to be writing Super Bowl commercials right when you get out of college like you got yeah. but also don't so another quote somebody said is don't be good at shit work like you'll they'll keep making you do shit work you want to work on stuff that you know will build into something bigger you know will be good like that's something yeah. you love 
I feel like that's a really good point, especially with our generation. I think a lot of people do come out of college with a sense of entitlement or even if you don't totally. school, just like in your early 20s, you think you should be arrived somewhere, but really it's like you're just starting out. So I think that's a really good point. Especially because of the contrast, senior year of college, you're on top of the world and then you're just at the bottom when it's over. It's very right. humbling. Yeah, my, my piece of advice would be um, to not be afraid to try new things. Uh, it seems so, so... Um, so basic and, and like such a cliche. Um, but I think it's really important to discover what you'd like to do. Um, a lot of times I didn't really know what the heck I wanted to do. Um, but I knew that I loved being around people and I knew that I loved, um, guiding other people into new experiences. Um, and so I, I tried to find an opportunity to do so. And I kind of, I kind of went over the years, I kind of, found things that I didn't like about a certain job and then went to go and try to kind of correct those little things and like was not afraid of trying something new. Mm -hmm. And I kind of called it my trial by fire. You know, there's no way to discover whether you like something or not without trying to do it first. Yeah. Um, nothing is, nothing is permanent to be entirely honest with you. Like you can, you can continue to, to try new things and grow as a person. I mean, if you're open and confident in yourself to try hard, work hard, and then see how you can grow and then and then find something new that hopefully makes you even happier than the last one. Do you guys, I don't know if you listen to a ton of podcasts or do a lot of reading, but do you have any books or podcast recommendations that you could give our audience? I'm waiting for Maddie to finish his, oh, his latest book so I can get my hands on that sweet, sweet paperback book. That's right. History professors, listen up, because this is the poet laureate of our generation, Matthew McConaughey. I'm reading his new book. And it is- I like, love it. He hilariously like talks in circles and he's just like, and he thinks he, he's got a bit of a God complex, but it's so entertaining. So much of just like, people, Eddie Bob gets a lot of uh, McConaughey. Uh, people say he looks and sounds like him. And I like to do a McConaughey impression. So it's been kind of fun like reading that book. Can can we hear the impression? We're, we're big McConaughey fans. We love McConaughey a lot. It's interesting uh, that you're saying that because now that I'm looking at you guys, if you kind of morph you together, I could see a totally McConaughey vibes. <laughs> Wait, I want to hear the impression. Oh, yeah. All right, all right, man. So, uh, society is a wild and crazy thing, man. If you're, you know, you're drinking whiskey, you're, yeah. you're drinking beers, man, you're hooting around, you're shooting things up with breeze. You know, you see this girl on the street, man, she's hotter than a $2 pistol. You got to go talk to her, dude. You can't just sit back and relax. The world's moving faster than you are. You better keep up, boy. So, you know, that's life, man. If you're listening to Just Go With It, dude, it's one of the best podcasts in the game, man. Just go with it, D. Just go with it. <laughs> that was so spot on. That I think incredible. Do a TikTok series with the impersonation. I think that can be the whistle that he does? How do you even get that? That is, that is impressive. Uh, I'm yeah. not just going to write Rocky Balboa. <laughs> do your Stallone, buddy. A fun, cheap thrill is putting your friends on the spot to do impressions that they don't know how to do. Yeah, that's even better. You're at a bar, you're like, oh, you gotta hear, you gotta hear <laughs> Stallone. You gotta hear, you gotta hear Clay Aiken. He puts a mean Clay Aiken. For all, for all the viewers. so funny. Is my dad and I's favorite movie. We always watch the first one and the sixth one. All the ones in the middle are trash. I don't like any of the middle ones. I like the first one and the last one. Um, the training montage in Rocky IV is an Oscar snub in and of itself. It's a wonderful piece of film. It's a great tune. I do love a montage. I will give you that. Good montage. Yeah, the, the movie is not. It's nothing without the montage. Great. Yeah, so um, give Rocky IV another shot. 
If you take nothing away from this podcast, except give Rocky Four another shot. Okay, you guys, I need you to pimp yourself out. Where can people find your TikTok? Where to follow you on Instagram to keep up with your amazing stuff? Anything, your LinkedIn, whatever you want out there. Uh, out of here, MySpace is actually so <laughs> chock full of great. Yeah. Albums. Now we, our, our Instagram account is called, um, did say it anybody? Party over here seven. There are six other people that do party over here, so we had to be number seven. Shout out all the six people. Keep doing your thing. We're, we want you. We want all. You know, all boats rise with the rising tide. So that's right. All the POHs. is so yeah. we're number seven. We're party underscore over underscore here number seven. That's so, right. Great. And what's the TikTok? TikTok is TikTok. It's a uh, Kana James. C O N A J A M. Got it. I think there's an underscore afterwards because somebody took that too. Yeah, you guys, if you're listening and you made it to the very end of this podcast, you're going to want to go follow them because they're hilarious and they are pumping out quality content on these platforms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you, you listen to us talk this entire time, you guys are kind souls. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. The best time I've had all month, really. I, I am already excited to have you guys on again. We'll just yeah, give you guys a whole podcast platform. You can take over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Let's go with the two. Calabar's Revenge. We're excited. Calabar's <laughs> <laughs> Revenge. other. Same name, two podcasts. We'll see who does better. Uh, when are we getting our JGWI swag? Ooh. Stuff we all get. Um, I'm motivated to now work on it because I want you to have it so bad. And what's her name at the diner? Your favorite waitress? Oh. April. Yeah, April. I'm like, April. <laughs> April's TikTok is, is coincidentally my social security number, so I'm going to say that right now. <laughs> Definitely. All right, you guys, we've made it to the end. Do you have any final thoughts or closing statements that you just feel everyone needs to hear from you? Or and you'll just be up all night if they don't hear it. Don't listen to me. I ain't done nothing. <laughs> <laughs> An hour and a half. Don't listen to what I said. Do you guys have like a like a goosebumps walk away line? Oh, oh um, I would say dang, goosebumps walk away line. My buddy did see a ghost one time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Is that what? Does that look like goose? Are you talking about Goosebumps, the children's yeah. novel series? <laughs> That's what I think. I'm not I'm talking about the novel series. I'm talking about you leave them with a mic drop, and they have the goosebumps, and you walk away, like at the end of a coming of age film. To be fair, I thought you were also airing on the child book yep. <laughs> series. It's me these days. It's fine. Wait, he he actually is uh, launching a child's book. Oh, I did write a children's book. Actually. Is yeah, it published yet? Not yeah. currently, but you know, in the process. That's exciting. Do you want to see the title or save it something for the road? Yes, it is. It's uh, it's a story about a tumbleweed. Who I remember with my brothers. It was a, it was a, a three brother collaboration about a tumbleweed named Roland who kind of tumbles along, sees the great this great country in the world, in the world, and he uh, finds out that you know. It's great to see all these beautiful sites, but it's best to share it with the ones you call home. So, mm-hmm. uh, good people, good to share adventure. It's it's uh it's you know it's meant for for everybody. Um, That's really tender. Maybe we just quote that from like Drops of Jupiter or something. <laughs> I don't know any lyrics. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics. That's all I mean. Yeah, well, Drops of Jupiter. You know what it means. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, take that with Thanks what you will. Yeah, we appreciate you guys. Uh, putting two random idiots on a show. I mean, yeah, thank you very we're much. humbled and honored. I yeah. my day. Yeah, it's been so much fun hearing your guys' story. Thank you so much for coming on. We can't wait to keep up with the content and with the crazy stories that you guys have in your life. Um, thank you so much for being part of it. 
Later. See ya. Just go with it. <laughs>